one big advice I think that we would all give them is, are you tithing right now? Oh, say it again. Yeah, I yes. mean, I, I really believe oh, that. Oh, I mean, man. True. We'll be all right if the Lord be our strength. We'll be all right if the Lord be our strength. We'll be all right if the Lord be our strength. All right, so we're here with Blake Gilbert and Daniel Bates. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? So, the, Blake and Daniel are local entrepreneurs in Acadiana, and they have been for a while, huh? Like, I, I mean, I, I think uh, seven years for me. I think a lot longer for him. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all, y'all have y'all are working together now, and before y'all were kind of doing your own things, and then the partnership developed and stuff like that. So, how how did y'all? How did you decide? Well, let me let me go back even farther than that. Mm-hmm. What made you want to be entrepreneurs? What made you want to be the in the work for yourself kind of scene? What was that? Uh, for me, it was, I guess, when I was young, I liked big toys, and Daddy made me <laughs> buy my own toys. <laughs> so I started. Uh, I started working real young, like around thirteen ish. I uh, had like a little lawn trailer. I'd go around the neighborhoods cutting lawns. Oh, nice! And uh. It started off with that, then I think it was with a bicycle, and then my dad let me use a three-wheeler, and then I started driving this truck illegally around <laughs> just the neighborhood, uh, cutting grass. And uh, most of my friends were kind of just, I played games, but not all the time, but a lot of them were just Xboxers and played play th- PlayStation and all that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I just like to work, but looking back, I think I like to work because I, I like the money aspect of it. and. I liked bigger toys like four wheelers and boats at the time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you work for yourself. You have a, a higher opportunity of income than you, than you do working for somebody else typically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just looking back, it all really started with my dad. My dad's mm-hmm. worth that ethics. And, um, if I ever wanted to grow the company or get a riding lawnmower versus a push mower, he was always there to, to loan me the money and then I would pay him back. Oh, um, cool. So that's really kind of where, when it started like so that. So you had like, you had like some no interest loans, like family loans to kind of help you get into the game. Yep. That's a, that's a big deal, man. So I've, I've talked to other folks who, who get into the, the construction or um, contracting kind of scene. And they've told me very similar stories. They have family or friends who hook them up for, with the first, however much money that they need to do their first spec house. Mm-hmm. And they get in, they get that done. They move, they learned a ton and they move into the next game. Yep. And, yeah. they, and that means a lot. I mean, I think that means a lot for like us and our children for what we're trying to, to build up and leave for them too. You know what I mean? Because we, we want to get us into the place where we're not necessarily uh, just only ever handing the kids a business. Although I think that's important too, you know, to be able yeah. to hand off a legacy like that, but also to be able to, to have the equity available for them to take the risk. You know, to try sure. something like that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. awesome. That reminds me of a couple of things. So anytime I needed a mower or if I didn't have the funds, he would back me and I would pay him back. He wouldn't let me off the hook. I always would have to pay him back. But uh, He would run you down. Yeah, he'd run me down. <laughs> and that's a good dad. I, I was yeah. still living with him, you know, until about 18. And then it moved on from he was looking out for me and we found a house that actually burnt. And he was in the mm. construction at the time. And... uh I was in just lawn and landscaping. So when I was about 18, he found a house that was uh, in the neighborhood that got burnt. So he lowered him, he offered him a low ball offer and uh, we ended up buying it and doing all the work together. And I lived in it and paid rent until I owned it. 
and then um, another time after that, uh, my grandparents actually uh, gave me 30000 to invest. And that's when I moved in from the lawn and landscaping to a, a, a car lot. Oh, um, so, I didn't know you did cars. Yeah, I started off at the house, and then finally I ended up on Cameron Street and then Johnston and Street, and then slowly got out of that. This is in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, cool, man. Golly, I had no all. idea about that. Hustling. And then um, some around 20, 2016, uh, Blake came to me and said, hey, man, uh, I got some friends that are really killing it on Amazon. I think we should do it. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool, but we should do something that we care about. And at the time, uh, we chose paintbrushes and stuff in the construction in, realm. In the constru- I remember this. It's Bates Choice. Yeah. Bates I have Choice. Bates Choice stuff in my shop right now. <laughs> like, I have brushes still to this day. That's awesome. Yeah, that is crazy. That was So you tried the Amazon thing. What was that like? Y'all, that, that was the first time y'all worked together. That was yeah, like so y'all's first partnership. Yeah, this the first time I... Uh, I started Acadiana Connection one year prior to that. Um, I remember that. Yeah. So you were like, you were the liaison for people who were moving into their houses, getting everything like electric right. and cable and all that stuff hooked up. All of that hooked I remember up for that. them. And so me and my dad started that one year prior. Okay. So that's when I started like, man, this is great to have your own business. Yeah. That was the first time I've ever got to experience that kind of world, you know, where yeah. you're on your own time. Yeah. But really you're working a lot more because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, you're trying to build it up. People are like, you own yeah. your business. You you don't work that much and make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Not true. <laughs> so actually for that first year, we really weren't making any money, you know, because it mm. took a long time to to build it up to where you're actually making a profit. Right. right. Um, so once that started taking off the next year in 2016, um, I, I remember Airshad, um, who has Mr. Penn. He's an Amazon company. Yeah. But yeah. he... Um, he was doing okay on Amazon. And so he gave me the idea of like, man, it'd be cool if I started an Amazon company. Oh. And so that's when I presented it to Daniel. I was like, man, we should start our own Amazon company. Uh, and then from there, we just was like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just try it out. That's and cool. so we fumbled through it big time, like in the beginning. <laughs> learning how to do uh, it all. I mean, I imagine the learning curve on Amazon is not a little one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's real hard. <laughs> exactly. It was. Airshot gave us a couple of pointers. And so we picked a product based on those pointers. And that's when we started with the, the paintbrush. But one of the expertise of Daniel is that he's always been in construction. Mm. And so he knew, you know, a good brush from a bad brush. He knew right. certain tools from tools that, you know, are no good. Or he, right. he knew the quality of, of them. Right. I never knew anything about a tool. I just <laughs> barely knew what a hammer was. Like, so, all right, this will work. So yeah, so that so that worked out. So we got some we got some products coming in from China, and we were well, testing fir- them. First, it was like the first risk was that five thousand dollar wire oh, to yeah. China. We're like, okay, and you're like, I hope this yeah sends oh, something back. We were we were so <laughs> nervous. Know? We were so nervous that first one. So that's so. What you have, that's you buying the samples. That's Correct. you saying, hey, I want to order yeah. these samples. Y'all make this, deliver the products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see if we'll put our name on it. Correct. So had the first round, they send you the first round. Were they any good? They were, s- they were decent. Uh, I think throughout the whole experience of doing it, it got better and better. But I think they were decent to start. Yeah. But uh, Like yeah. if you wanted a cat on your wall, you just brush use the brush and like all the bristles stuck on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it looked yeah, like so a cat. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, so man, that so did awesome. happen. <laughs> So, oh, so a little bit of uh, quality control had to be implemented there for sure. For sure. How long? How many rounds did it take before you got a product? You were like, we can sell this. 
this we're good to go. Well, we sold them all, so we never <laughs> didn't sell any of them because <laughs> that's the only way to like make money to buy the next round. So mm-hmm. we had to use that five thousand and grow it. Yeah, you so. might discount it majorly. Yeah, because uh, the cat. But the first shipment, the yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the first shipment was just a a pallet of brushes, and then it, you know then we started ordering by per container. Mm-hmm. So you fulfilled these orders yourselves. Yeah, a lot of them uh, in the beginning smokes. we fulfilled ourselves. So we were putting them in bags and shipping them off. Out of like and your then, garage uh, or something? Yeah, well, we had a, a townhouse at the time. So we were just <laughs> doing it in the townhouse. I had uh, envelopes. I wanted to go buy envelopes, like the paper envelopes. Yeah. And just put the two brushes in there and then ship them off. That's and so awesome. then Airshad was telling us, he was like, well, you shouldn't do that. You should just send it to, <laughs> you know, the fulfillment centers, you know. And, and then they just click on it, and then they can buy it from there, and then Amazon takes care of the shipping from there. So that's what we started to do. We started just start sending off bulk. And through, then, the ful- through Amazon Fulfillment. Through Amazon Fulfillment. Okay. And then from there, you know, we started adding new products. Um, oh, wow. And so it started off with one, just paintbrushes, and then it, it ended up, when we uh, sold the business, uh, about 80 80 different products. So y'all are, y'all sold Bates Estates. It's done. Uh, Bates Choice. Uh, Bates Choice. As I'm far sorry. as the, uh, as far as the Amazon side uh, of things, side of things, we sold that. Yeah. Man, that's cool. So yeah. you, you sold it, you got out of that, you got it. What was the next phase for you guys? What was the, what was your next step? The so next Dan, venture you so were Daniel, uh, during the whole time, he was still building houses and doing construction work. Cause uh, you're, you were a contractor already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm tracking. So really for me, it was, I sold the company. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do now? And so uh, <laughs> Daniel's like, all right, well, I'll teach you the ropes. And so he basically taught me from ground level up. I mean, I am ground level up. <laughs> I didn't know anything to understanding, you know, a, a pretty good bit about how to build a house and uh, what to look for, what not to look for, stuff like that, and how to fix things, you know. Didn't know how to do any of that. I still don't know how to fix anything, but <laughs> but I can at least know when there's a problem. And, and this know, is broken. Yeah, and know who to call to fix. You know, That's fix, awesome. Fix this. Yeah, it's, so. it's worked out well because I really did feel indebted to him because he, you know, gave me opportunity to come on with Amazon. Yeah. And then uh, when this next phase came through, uh, just gave him the ropes, and now he's really leading the – the flip side of the house building. So your your contracting business has two sides to it. So talk talk about that for a little bit. You do new construction and you also do flip homes. Yeah, so we uh, do new construction like custom homes and then we uh, through Bates Choice, you know, after we sold it to um, uh, Amazon part, portion of it, we kept the name Bates Choice. And we've gone into f- the flipping houses. Okay. And so... Um, and that's what Blake primarily runs is the flipping houses. Is the flip side of things. Okay, Correct. very cool. Yeah. And so uh, what all goes into finding like a flip? Like how do you, I imagine that's not easy. Yeah. You have to kind of keep your eye on the market and things like that. Well, to limit the market, you know, you want to find a distressed home usually. Because, okay. Uh, okay. You know, One that already is getting the signs that it might be ready to sell. Correct. Because, uh you know, if it's uh, already like nice house, you know, your, your competition level is going to be a lot higher. Mm. And so mm. um, one of the big, you know, reasons we're in business is because we're willing to do the work mm. in the house mm. to remodel it, mm-hmm. to put it back on the market. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't have the resources maybe to do all of those yeah. uh, 
things that need to happen in a house in order to put it back on the market. So it's a lot of, how do you find these houses? You drive around? Do you just kind of like know the neighborhoods? You get to know places and stuff? Uh, we'd have to kill you. We can't tell you all. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. Trade secrets no. right here. They got to subscribe to the back end of the podcast in order to get that information. That's, that's paid content only, guys. Yeah, that's, but they have, we have, we know wholesalers and stuff um, that have given us leads and things. Okay. Uh, Daniel actually just found one the other day. He was just driving by a house and saw a realtor sign in there, and he was just looking at the sign, and the guy came out. and uh, He thought I was the guy that was going to sell him drugs, but I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't care if I told, told yeah. y'all that. But. <laughs> so. That's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. And then he was like, you said, I can, I can buy your house. Mm-hmm. And he said, sold. Basically, yeah. It's about as easy as that. It took about... Uh, what two weeks yeah, for, it to, for, for everything to yeah. go down yeah. closing table and all closing yeah. table and everything man yeah. okay moving so, them out and everything so then there's obviously i mean let's just so we're all believers we're all followers of jesus yeah. there's obviously a high degree of providence here in 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 moments like that right yeah like you can see the lord oh, i mean sure. come on you drove yeah. by and you're like that one yeah. and then sure. he says i will sell you my house like that's obviously the providence of god yeah. absolutely y'all probably are there other ways that you've seen god kind of weaving this particular story together as y'all have gone through as you've been in your business together yeah i mean overall when you look on hindsight you know what god has brought us through and the challenges and stuff uh i really think that it's I mean, obviously, it's all God's providence. Sure. But the way he's graced us and the way we've been able to mature as, you know, business owners and the way that we've been able to mature as spirituality, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, not being hot-headed uh, mm. towards one another, you know, working through uh, different difficulties, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only grown us, you know, closer as, uh, you know, partners. And yeah. it's been it's been a blessing, you know. Yeah. Huge blessing. So you guys, so just so... I want to bring everybody who's listening to this onto the same page. Mm-hmm. So you guys work together during the day and then y'all live like a hundred <laughs> yards apart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. On, so. In the same neighborhood. Uh, yeah. you know, the wives love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all are all either at his uh, house or at your house. Yeah, like, exactly. This is kind of how it keeps bouncing out. Yeah. And between the two of us, we have uh, eight kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and they're all like right at the same age. So they're always playing together. And then uh, our other buddy, Zach, uh, he has three kids and they're all the same age. He's in the same area too. I mean, these kids are always playing together. They're just out in the yard. Yeah. You know, trying to drown each other in the pond. Correct. Correct. Living life. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been, it's been awesome. It's, it's been nothing but God's grace and, and we're thankful for it. We're, we give him thanks all the time because this is good. Yeah. And uh, we know that it's a good thing from him. And so I think uh, we believe in him and we believe that all of our resources come from him. Mm. And I think that that's a, a huge benefit of why we are what we are, you know. Amen. And so what are, we're blessed. What are some of the challenges y'all have faced, like from where you started to where you are right now? What were some of the things you had to kind of figure out and overcome? Um. I guess. Well, one thing is like, you know, he uh, Blake might be better at something than I am, and particularly, and then I might be better in this little avenue. Then, so it's just find our roles where we operate the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do uh, agree. I think that role playing is huge. You know, just understanding each other's lanes, mm. because if 
in one a of partnership us, specifically. Yeah, so yeah. if one of us tries to micromanage the other, you know, <laughs> that's the only time that we get in, like, little tips, <laughs> you know. It doesn't so end well. like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, most of the time, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but other than that, we, we really don't get in too many arguments or too anything. Too many moments. No, it's, it's been pretty cruise control. What about um, what about in the realms of like personal disciplines? Like, what are some what are some personal disciplines you've had to learn? Um, maybe maybe the hard way, maybe uh, on the front end before the hard way hit, in order to kind of help you get where you are today. What are what are some of those go to personal disciplines you'd say? One f- for me is um, I've had a, a couple times where I should have trusted the Lord in the work, and work might have got slow a little bit. And then I had an opportunity to do a job for someone. And I took the job, but knowing, you know, should have just held out, been patient. Uh, and waited for something yes. better. Yes, and that would end up sometimes, or one of those jobs, it was probably five months of, like, per- persecution almost. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. And you kind of you kind of knew when you were about oh, yeah. to take it, yeah. this is going to be trouble. Yeah, and you, for sure. And you were like, well... I ain't got nothing, yep. and I'm just going to go. I trusted myself instead of God providing in mm. the time. Mm. And uh, as soon as I took the job, my other clients were calling, right, oh, we're ready to start to build, we're ready to start to build. And then now I'm stuck doing this other. You were locked up on this one yeah, that terrible. you knew was going to be problems. Yes. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah. I so, can see that. Yeah. Hard knocks. Well, that's good. What Fi- about you, Blake? Yeah, finance, I think, for both of us, you know, is always a, a tester. God uses finances. Ugh. And so, um, Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whenever you're starting a business, you know, you're not, you're most likely not going to make money day one. You know, you're not going to make money right. one year in, you know. Right. So, you know, the testing part comes a lot, you know, in those moments whenever it's like, okay, are you going to stick this out? Are you going to really work hard to, to push this through, you know, even though I'm not getting paid for this. Like, even when we were doing Beige cho- Choice uh, for four years, we never took out one check. It was for, all just straight to the business. Straight to the business. One, Working like, for free for four years. For four years. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of it was just yeah. like, you know, being able to um, have endurance, you know, to, yeah. to be patient, to wait, you know, uh, for, you know, all the work to pay off. Right. And so... Well, and also in that time, you're working for free, but you still have family and they have to eat. Correct. Yes. So that means you're working for free, but you're also you hustling. You got to work and then go work some more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It takes a lot to be able so to pull stuff So that like definitely had to happen. So mm. there was always a two jobs for me, mm. you know, for up till this last, you know, two years ago. But um, it, was, it was always a two job kind of thing because exactly what you just said, you know, you got to be able to feed your, your family. Right. So. Absolutely. If, so, yeah. If you guys, all right, so let's say, I am all about uh, encouraging young Christians to take the jump and start a business. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm of the opinion the younger you are when you start, the more time you got. It's true. To to get to the place where you can like draw a check at a reasonable time. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you can you can uh, you have more opportunity. You're not starting when you're 35 and you have you know five kids and a house note and uh, whatever that you have to deal with at the same time. You can start younger and get more opportunity. Let's say that there was somebody who is entertaining the idea of starting a business. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the go-to advice you'd give them? Well, one big advice I think that we would all give them is, are you tithing right now? Oh, 
Say it again. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I really believe oh, that. I mean, man. truly, honest to God. Amen. Like, Say if you want to be blessed, I mean, if you want to be blessed in business, what are you doing right now? Are you tithing? Are you tithing? Or are you stealing the Every Lord's money? Every single Oof. dollar. Is it accounted for? And are you tithing the 10% at least, you know, mm. to God? You know, or, or are you stealing exactly what you just said? Amen. So if you want to go into business and you are stealing from God, you are automatically going to lose. It's not the devourer is coming. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's not. 100%. It's not going to work. So I think that would be a huge yeah. piece of advice I'd give them just in the beginning. Absolutely. Know, know where to start. Yeah. And what's hard with, with that is if you have a business that uh, in different markets is, is different, but if you're putting all your money back into this business to grow it and grow it and you never take out a profit, there's still a profit. If, so mm. we agree that we tithe on the profit, even if we don't take the check out. Even if you don't pull it. We, correct. We should you, The tithe. business still tithes. Absolutely. Yes. Amen. Okay, so Absolutely. we... Um, first fruits. First, first fruits. fruits. See, that's a different principle. Okay, let's talk about that for a little bit because that's, that's important. And the way that I try to explain this to everybody is if you put seed in the ground and grain comes up, there was never a question in the Old Testament of, well, I'm not going to eat that grain. That grain's for this guy, so I won't tithe on that. I'm not going to pull my tenth out. They yeah. pulled their tenth out of every seed that came out of the ground. That Absolutely. was the way that it worked. Whenever the sheep were going through the chute, every tenth one they put off to the side. That was that was the way before, the tithe was always. Before it got taxed 40%. Before, yeah. yeah, before, right. yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> they, they did it on the profits that came in. So we decided... When we started this business, the same thing early on. So, you know, back, because when you're first hustling, you get excited when you make 150 bucks. You know, yeah. you just, you're pumped about that kind of stuff. But my wife and I decided we were going to, we were going to tithe on the profits and the returns of the business as a whole as it grew. And I'm convinced that that's the only reason, maybe not the only reason, but a major reason that the Lord has blessed it yeah. because we committed to do that piece right there. We said, no, Lord, we trust you. And he's continued to grow it and grow it each year. And yeah. that, man, it's encouraging me to hear you say that. So yeah, tithe. If you're not doing it, do that first. It don't don't even be life. in business if you're not yeah. going to do that. No, don't even try. Don't even try. You want the blessing of the Lord. Absolutely. Not the curses. You want the blessing of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. For sure. What else? You we even joke other? about it. What? Just to go back, but we even joke about it. Like if something bad happens in the company, like if a contract falls through or somebody's <laughs> angry at us or something, well, I like, look at each other and be like, did you tithe? Did you tithe? Did you mess up? <laughs> this is Are on you. you. I need you to tell yeah, me now because yeah, exactly. we got to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. We got to deal with this today. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Write awesome. the check now. I'm writing the check. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What other advice would you have for somebody who's thinking about this? I think a big one is being equally yoked in as far as being, when you go into partnership, mm -hmm. Christ yeah. Christians. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Equal, we definitely uh, we do like a equally business, yoked applies yeah. more more to more than just marriage. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we're going to do any sort of partnership, like where you're, you know, coming together as one team, mm -hmm. you know, under mm -hmm. the same name of whatever this team is, mm -hmm. then we definitely want to do it just with Christians. Mm. Um, now I'm not saying that, that we're not going to do a, a venture with you know maybe a non-Christian as far as like a short-term deal, right? Um, but as far as like partnership to where we're in this for the long haul, uh, doing this particular uh, business together, yeah, um, be equally we, we want to be equally yoked. And 100%. we would give that uh, same advice to anybody else starting in it because, you know, 
your beliefs are going to have major mm -hmm. uh, uh, consequences in your business. Hundred percent. So, See, and that's another thing too. Like equally yoked means more than just I I can check the box that says I believe in Jesus. Yeah, it means more than that. Absolutely. Like, how do you how do you approach the finances? Like you guys just talked about, do you right. tithe on everything that comes through? Exactly. Are, are, are we keeping the Lord's day, or do we feel like it's fine to work on Sundays? You know, like all, yes. all those questions. You, you need to be much more than just. Well, we can both say out loud that we're pretty sure that we believe in some ambiguous definition of the mm -hmm. word Christianity. Like mm -hmm. that. That's not the same thing. It's not, not the same thing. Not the same thing. You have to go. You have to have serious conversations. That's good. Hey, um, and y'all are members of the same church. Yeah. Which is. Obviously helpful. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, you're in there. The, Very good. The kids are playing together. You hear the same sermons. You're being taught the same things. You're moving mm -hmm. in the same direction. All that's obviously helpful. That's good. Yeah, it is. It's what? a it's a pretty small church, but we're hoping eventually we can get uh, plumbers and electricians and all these different oh. subs that we use. Yes. Uh, to step up and learn the trade. Yes, because yeah, that's that's the same place that that I am as well. Like if I can get. If I can work with Christians, that's my bread and butter, man. If, if we can get to that spot, that's what I'm talking about. And, I think and I'm not that saying we, that we wouldn't. Obviously, you work with other people too, but man, that's the best yeah. spot to get to if you can. I, I Absolutely. think that God is going to use us, you know, all of us, to be that person to help them grow in whatever industry it is. Mm. And so you may not ever have known how to be a plumber or. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Electrician or anything, but um, you know somebody has gone through the ropes already. Yeah, can start to teach you, or at least run you through the ropes. Or mm -hmm. these are the courses that you have to take. Yeah. Uh, right. Sometimes it takes money just to even get started to even right. have the education to do so. Yeah. Right. And so I think it would be great, you know, if in the future, and this is I think both of our hopes. I know it's your hope too, but that we can maybe fund some deals. Uh, mm -hmm. for these people to mm -hmm. do all this stuff where you don't have to get in this major college debt, you know, and yes. just have that student loan over you <laughs> oh for the next God. 20 years. That's what, you know, we have an employee, he's a young man, he's 17 years old. Um, he turns 18 like next week or I think maybe I already turned, I can't remember, but he's been working with us for a little while and I told him the same thing. I was yeah. like, listen, if you can just come in here and learn the trade. Yeah. Because I've got, a, I got another guy uh, that we've worked with in the past who went to college, spent all the money on it, um, has, you know, who knows how much, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 worth of student loan debt yeah. and never touched a camera, worked in actual media once the whole time. He just learned the theory yep. of it all the way yeah. through. I mean, Crazy. talk about worthless. Yeah. And we have this young man who's 17, 18 years old and he can operate the mechanisms and create products that could sell well easily right now. Yeah. He's never even stepped into a classroom. He got paid, in fact, to learn that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like that's the way to go, man. I definitely agree. And then he'll be able to move on. And uh, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. I think that's a sweet spot to do. And then, too, um, as you raise up other people, as you train up other people in the fields that you're in, one of the big hesitations I've found that people have had to do that is they think they're just shrinking their piece of the pie. Do you know what mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah. They think they're, they're giving away their secrets. They're giving away their, um, their share of the margins, but that's not how God works. No, like it's he, the opposite. He says, no, I'm going to bless you. Like you're, you're a blessing to others. Then I'm going to make the pie bigger. You know, I think exactly. I heard it said that way recently. And I was like, that's profound. That's what it means. We need to think about it in those terms. Yeah. And, I believe it too. Oh, this is fun. All yeah, right. It's exciting. We're running out of time. So what else? If you got one more thing that you wanted to share with somebody, 
who was thinking about stepping into the space, starting a business, trying to follow Jesus as a Christian business owner, what would you say to him? I say start young, young mm. as you can. When you're in your 30s and have multiple kids, it's a lot harder. Yeah, It's easier to take risks the younger you are. Get a trade, learn it, and just become a professional at it. And stay with it. Stay with Stick it. Stick with, with it. And yeah. uh, I would say, you know, follow the commandments of God. Amen. So keep the Lord's day. Keep the Lord's day. Don't work on Sundays. It, it tells us in the scriptures to be careful to follow all his commands. And so I think that if you base your life on that principle, mm. then I think that you're going to be blessed. Amen. And whatever direction that may be, whether it be an entrepreneur or whether it be working for someone, I think that you're going to be blessed. I think the Lord is going to take care of you mm. and your family. And, uh, I think that you will have much joy in this life. And I think, uh, amen. I think that's what I would tell them. Awesome. Well guys, thank y'all so much for hanging out for a little bit and it's talking about these time. things. We're going to have to do this again. I don't know when, but I'll bring the whiskey next time too. Sounds good. And, uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you're looking for more, you can find them on our website or anywhere that you find these types of, you know, podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.